my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a strong, successful day today already. And be sure to check out the website if you guys want to buy the product of the week. You voted, and it won the Magnesium Brain Food, probably one of our most popular products we have, one of the staples that I use every single day. I know Dad uses it, too, on a regular basis. Magnesium Brain Food in powder form. We also have it in capsule form, just not on sale right now. The powder is on sale after you all voted, so be sure to check it out right now. Incredibly amazing product. Supports healthy brain magnesium levels, helps synapse, helps cognitive functioning, stress management. Also very good for individuals that are having issues with uh, anxiety or stress, very, very good for that. So be sure to check it out, read up on it, and order a can at the website at healthmasters.com. And also be sure to check out the ultimate stress control kit that we have with the cortisol buster and the adrenal support, along with the back-to-school kids pack that we have on sale on the front page of the website for 15% off right now with the children's strawberry cod liver oil and also the ultimate multiple chewable on sale right now. So be sure to take advantage of those specials while we have them. And I saw an interesting bulletin that came out last night from WND, and it's saying now that the FBI and the DHS are now putting out a brief bulletin casting conservatives or anybody now that is questioning the Murilago raid as domestic violent extremists. I can't, I can't come up with any more nonsense, guys. I, I, this is just, it's, if it was any weirder, it would be fake. The problem is it's not. And this is what you do in a Bolshevik revolution is you cast the other group that is the basically dissenters, the individuals that do not go along with the agenda as the rebels or the insurgents. Pick your choice. It's like what happened when we invaded Iraq. You know, we had the insurgents, and everybody was a terrorist. We later on found out that about 70 to 80 percent of the people we are engaging in gunfights over there, and we're not really Taliban. They were just people that didn't want to have MRAPs driving through their front yard every day and didn't want to get mortared and have airstrikes dropped on their head every single day. And this is what happens when you deal with a Bolshevik revolution is what we're watching right now. You have a group that wants to push their agenda, and they lie and say anybody that comes against this agenda is essentially a terrorist. The intent of the bulletin, they stated from the FBI, is to assist in effectively deterring, preventing, preempting, or responding to terrorist attacks against the United States. The brief states, and they highlight the heightened threat since 2020 by domestic violent extremism motivated by a range of ideologies who have grievances against a variety of targets, including law enforcement. Says the FBI DHS have observed since August 8th raid on Mar-a-Lago that there's been increased threats posted online, including a threat to place a so-called dirty bomb in front of the FBI and general calls for civil war and armed rebellion. The bulletin spotlights people who believe the outcome of the 2020 election was fraudulent and other claims of government overreach. They're stating that the upcoming midterm elections, that the right-wing militia terrorists are claiming that there's going to be 
election fraud involved in that. And what's funny about this, and as, as I read this, and I mean, you guys can get the picture from this, the same thing we saw with the Project Veritas releasing a copy of the FBI document casting symbols such as the Gadsden flag, revolutionary war imagery, you know, it, br- talking about the Second Amendment, bringing up the fact that the FBI blew Randy Weaver's wife's face off with a 308 from 400 meters out, the burning down of women and children in Waco, all those things, if you bring them up, you're a militia, domestic, terrorist, violent, extremist, whatever name they want to add to the list. This is very, very common in a collapsing, tyrannical government when they are losing control of the narrative. They paint anybody that does not believe what they say as terrorist. Last night, I was talking to my wife in detail. She was on Facebook earlier last evening about the coming school board election that's coming up uh, next Tuesday. And I'm not going to bring any names up on Facebook because there's too many local people that listen to this right now. And uh, she was showing me some stuff that was going on on Facebook. And there's been a lot, a lot of rhetoric from some of the officials that are running, that are still holding their school board uh, seats. And I've told you before. I personally believe a significant portion of them are devout communist Marxists that are on the school board system in this county. And they have now put out a big, basically, press release on Facebook stating that there is an attempt to try to manipulate the election by bringing in families and parents that do not have kids in the school system and that homeschooling families – I'm not joking, guys. This is I read this last night – stating that homeschooling families and families that do not have their kids their kids in the school system have no business being involved in the school board elections and that there's no reason for this rhetoric to be produced and it's all lies and manipulation to try to push their agenda and it brought up some of the groups with the moms for america and some of the other ones i don't want to drag a lot of people into this right now cuz this has gotten very very heated last night from what i read and I was reading it, and I started laughing. I told Lane, I said, I told my wife, I said, well, that's fine. I said, if they don't want anybody involved in the school board elections, I said, then I want a full refund along with everybody else that does not have their children in the school system. I said, they need to put forth a bill right now that gives us a full refund every single year in perpetuity in previous history as well to all parents that do not have kids and all parents that have kids that are not in the school system for our property taxes that we've paid every single year. And Lana's like, well, I don't think they'd do that. So of course not going to do that. I said, because they're Marxist. They want to continue to extract their pound of finances out of the entire populace. The only way they have consent by the governed is when people vote for them. I said, that is why they're putting forward this massive smear campaign and blatantly saying that parents that are have kids that are homeschooled or in homeschool co-ops like we are have no business and no right voting in school board elections, which is complete and total lie. And I told Lane, I said, this is you have to understand this, babe. I said, this is 100 percent communist tactics. This is not new. This is not some new ideology, a new tactic that just popped up randomly this year. I said, this is hundreds of years old. I said, you paint the opposition 
as terrorists, so to speak. You paint them that they have no credibility. You paint them that they do not have a right to say anything, and then you continue to push your Marxist rhetoric on everybody and say, this is what the other side's doing. They're trying to manipulate the election. They're getting involved in it. This is all complete and total manipulation, while they are the very ones that are involved in the election of manipulation and involved in trying to skew the results and pushing out the propaganda so they can continue to approve all these types of things like common core curriculums, like the, <laughs> the complete and total perverted – perverted transgender ideology and school board curriculum that wants to tell five-year-olds they can be little boys and little girls with their perverted cross-dressing trainer books. Critical race theory too, Austin. Oh, critical race theory as well on top of that. This is what they're wanting to push, and they want no opposition. Anybody that opposes it now, oh, well, you don't have a right to oppose it because your child's not in the school system. No, completely. And total lies from the left. And again, this is why I've told everybody, get directly involved. These school board individuals, and it's not just this county, it's all across the country. They've gotten scared because they've actually gotten called out. And dad blatantly called their ideology out from the Marxist agenda right in front of them, in front of probably tens of thousands of people to watch when you bring live stream and YouTube and everything into it. They don't like that. Communists and Marxists are like cockroaches. They like to live in the darkness. They like to push their agenda from covert means. They do not like to be exposed for who they are. This is the time. This is the place. This is why we get loud. This is why we make a difference. This is why we get involved. Keep standing up for your convictions, my friends, and keep calling them out with the critical race theory, with the transgender ideology, with the common core, all of it needs to get expressly called out for what it is and continue to make change and vote these sacks of garbage out that are basically doing this right now, that are trying to manipulate people to make them think they don't have a right to vote, even though they're the ones that rely on the money, the significant amount of money that they get from us every single year with their property taxes, with their school board funds. This is why we're involved. This is why we do this show. What do you think, Dad? Oh, I think their logic is stupid. It's asinine. I mean, number one, if I had a decent school to have sent my children to, I never would have homeschooled them. There you the go. Prob- the, the problem is, is that's the problem. You know, that we, we had to literally pull the children out and put them in the homeschool groups and co-op homeschool groups to get them away from the doctrine and the, the indoctrination of the Marxist left, the communists in Polk County that have taken over the school board and pretty much every other school board in the country. And, and it's sad. Because now they're running scared, like you said, because we're calling them out. I straight told them about the Frankfurt School. I told them that I had been a college professor for two years. I straight told them that basically I was an international best-selling author. I told them all that right there in the beginning of my little 180 seconds that I had. And I, I talked to them about the Frankfurt School and the communist ideology and cultural Marxism. I called them all out right in front of all of them. And they looked at me, one of them up there, one woman boy. Woo, doggy, but she could have thrown a dagger and hit me in the heart. She would have done it. She was so angry at me because I straight called them out for who they were. And, you know, they're just blessed I haven't gotten involved in this. You know, I got up there and I spoke a year and a half ago, but I haven't personally gotten involved in the election process in this. Or I'd have been out there, you know, running because I'm too busy with the show and everything else that we do to be getting involved in that. And plus, I, I'm, I'm almost 70 years old for him's sake. So I'll be 67 my next birthday. And, you know, I've got my grandchildren are safe because they're being homeschooled. So, I mean, it's difficult for me to spend a lot of time when other parents won't show up. And I talked to you guys about this earlier, how 
almost all women showed up except for me and Austin because the men wouldn't get up and do anything. If you and I mentioned this the other day, I'll say it again. If you're scared to talk in front of a group, read a statement out loud. Heck, just copy the one I did. You know, read it out loud. And so get involved. And it's frustrating because they've demasculated the men. The men don't want to be involved anymore. I mean, you know, we're all the patriot men. It's, it's, it's sad. It really, really is. And, you know, back in 1963, in the congressional record, we had a group of people come up and read into the congressional record the, the, general, the general aspects of the communist takeover and what their goals were. I'm going to read you some of these. They want to promote the U.N. as the only hope for mankind. <laughs> then that's number one. That's one of these. Resist any attempt to outlaw Communist Party. Do away with all loyalty oaths. That means I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. I pledge allegiance as a congressman or a senator. He served the United States only and only the United States. I'm not going to be a dual citizen from any other country. They don't want that. They don't want any loyalty oaths. Continue giving Russia access to U.S. patent offices. Capture one or both of the political parties in the United States. They have done that. Use technical decisions of the courts to weaken basic American institutions by claiming that their activities violate civil rights. In other words, have groups of people come in and pass statutes and laws that are not voted on by the people of the United States that you cannot get out of office. That's what they've done. Then at number 17, it says get control of the schools. Use them as transmission beta belts for socialism and current communist propaganda. Soften the curriculum get control of the teachers' associations and unions, and put the party line into the textbooks. There you go. Get control of all student newspapers. Use student riots to foment public protests. Infiltrate the press. Get control of the book review assignments, editorial writing, policymakers. They did all this with the CIA with Operation Mockingbird. Gain control of key positions on radio, TV, and motion pictures. Done. Completely taken over. Continue discrediting America culture by degrading all forms of artistic expression. An American communist cell was told to eliminate all good sculpture from parks and buildings and substitute shapeless, awkward, and meaningless forms. That means they want you to start loving junk, so you'll learn to love junk, which is what they promote as junk. Control art critics and directors of art museums. Our plan is to promote ugliness, repulsiveness, and meaningless art. Eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship. This is why they got the porn going and a violation of free speech. Break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio, TV, done. Present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal, natural beauty, healthy, done. Infiltrate the churches and replace the religion with social religion. Discredit the Bible and emphasize the need for intellectual maturity, which does not need a religious crutch, done. Eliminate prayer, any phase of religious expression in schools, done. Discredit the American Constitution by calling it antiquated or inadequate, done. Discredit the American Founding Fathers, done. Belittle all forms of American culture and discourage the teaching of American history, done. Support any socialist government to give centralized control over any part of the government, etc., education, done. Eliminate all laws and procedures which interfere with operation of the communist apparatus, done. Eliminate the House Committee on Un-American Activities, done. Discredit and eventually dismantle the FBI, didn't do that, they took it over. Done. Infiltrate and gain control of more unions. Done. Infiltrate and gain control of big businesses. Done. State Street, Vanguard, BlackRock. Transfer some of the powers of the arrest of the police to social agencies like the FBI coming in with their raids. Treat all 
behavioral problems as psychiatric disorders, which no one but psychiatrists can understand, done. Dominate the psychiatric profession, done. Discredit the family as an institution, done. Emphasize the need to raise children away from negative influence such as their parents, done. Create the impression that violence and insurrection are legitimate aspects of the American tradition, done. You saw that when Donald Trump was president. Overthrow all colonial governments before the native populations are ready for self-government. Internationalize the Panama Canal and repeal the Connolly reservations. The United States cannot prevent the world court from seizing jurisdiction over the nations and individual alike. Done. I'm just reading you part of these. Guys, this was a congressional record from 1963, and they've done 90% of them. I mean, it's done. We're, we're, we're completely taken over by this group of people now. And, and now, finally, a group came out and said the only chance that we have of getting back the United States of America is the prep that is, are the churches. That's what it say. In fact, this is a Breitbart article. It says over 500 pastors, faith leaders gather in San Diego, a turning point in the USA Faith Summit. And it says, quote, only the pulpits have the power to change America. I'm going to read you part of this. More than 500 pastors met in San Diego this week. The summit was held from August 10th to 11th. There remains one institution in America that had the radical left that's a completely control, and that is the American church, Kurt told Breitbart News. The church is the last firewall to freedom. But there are three types of churches in America today. Now, he's good. Listen, you have the courageous, the cowardly, and the complicit. And the final category is growing fast, the complicit. They basically get along to go along, go along to get along. Name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, all of these boys. The, this group wants to raise up a whole new generation of trained, equipped, and action-oriented pastors and church leaders who want to get involved in the public square. We want to encourage the courageous to win over and inspire the cowardly and call out the complicit. If the church goes woke, we are truly lost in this country, they say. Now, I'm not going to read you the rest of this. You can read it. I'm going to post it. But let me tell you, two two days ago, I was over at Greenwise, which is the public's version of the health food store, I guess, of Whole Foods. And there were two elderly guys sitting there. One was about 78 and the other one was about 86. And the reason I know their ages is because I spoke to them and I did an interview with them. They were both Methodist bishops. Yes, they were. And they were talking about the political agenda in the United States and I overheard them while I was eating a piece of chicken. By, by, by the way, it was rotisserie chicken. Very good, by the way. And what ended up happening is I walked over to them after I had finished my chicken, and I said, do you mind if I got, if I talk to you for a minute? I said, well, who are you? I said, well, I have a really big podcast. And I said, I'd like to interview you, and I'll allow you to remain anonymous. I don't want your names. I just want to know what you think about the current affair of the United States is right now, how we're doing as a country. Is it better or worse than it was when you guys were children? And he goes, oh, it's much, much, much worse. It's absolutely horrible. I thought, whoa, okay. Well, they, we got, they, have, they have some pretty good views. Like, let me talk to them. I said, well, how do you feel about the current president of the United States, Joe Biden? They both said almost, almost, almost at the same time, we love Joe Biden. He's absolutely wonderful. And I just kind of looked at him, and I said, I thought you didn't like the current affair. I said, how do you feel about Ron DeSantis? Oh, we don't like Ron DeSantis at all. And I said, well, you guys are Methodist bishops. I said, how do you feel about the Methodist church now ordaining homosexuals? Oh, we think it's great, but we think it should have been done in a different way so that we wouldn't basically cause so much conflict and split splitting of the Methodist church. I said, oh, so you're pro-homosexual. Oh, yeah, of course. And I said to him, I said, are you guys like pro, you know, just Democrat only? I mean, what, what are you, what's your idea? Oh, no, we voted for George W. Bush. And it was such a weird conversation. And it goes back to what I told you guys about, about how so many people who claim to be Christians, which these two basically claim to be Christians – 
are super far left and liberalized now because of the communist indoctrination that they've gone through. But these guys were born in the 40s, both of them. Uh, one of them might have been born in the late 30s, but you know, it was almost 90 years old. But the reality was they were hardcore leftists that had infiltrated the Methodist church, and they were the high-level acting bishops. Have I not told you this? Have I not told you that the church in the United States was infiltrated back in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s by the Masonic lodges and by these high-level communists and have made all of these decisions to push the church into silence and to basically – push it further and further into the communist ideals. I told you. I, and so here we, here we had two perfect examples of what these guys have done. And you think back and you go, wow, Ted, you told us that was true. I know. It was. I just picked two guys randomly sitting there having lunch at Greenwise who were both Methodist bishops. And you think through this and you go, they really did this. Yeah, they really did this. They made sure that the Methodist church and a lot of the other churches, Presbyterian churches, the Episcopal church, a lot of these other churches now that have basically come in and done all kinds of weird stuff – They've made sure that they've been able to control the leadership of these churches. You see it with the Southern Baptist Convention with over 10,000 pastors in the United States that are Southern Baptists, that are Masonic Lodge leaders. you got to remember, guys, the Bible says as Christians, we're supposed to be children of the light. We're supposed to do everything out of the open and not belong to secret societies. And it's very important that we understand that. But this is the group that has taken over the United States of America and taken over the churches because of the Johnson Amendment. Because the Johnson Amendment basically hamstrung the church. And the believing they no longer had a right to say anything. And, you know, here's what's interesting. I was looking at this video, and I was looking at this unbelievable violence in New York City. And, and it was happening all over the country in these democratically controlled strongholds. And now New York is begging for tourists because nobody wants to go up there anymore because they're afraid they're going to get attacked. And I, was, and I watched this video of this guy. I couldn't tell if he was Hispanic or black or half white or half black or half Hispanic. I couldn't tell what his race was, and it really doesn't matter what he was, but he was just a complete and total thug. And he walks up to this guy. Now, the, this, this, this thug straps on a pair of gloves. He probably was concealing brass knuckles inside of the gloves, straps on this, this set of gloves, and just walks up to this guy who was standing on the street corner waiting for the light to turn and just sucker punches him. I mean, hits him so hard, he fractured his skull, fractured his cheekbone, had had a brain bleed from it. So there's no way you did that with a fist. You had to have something underneath that glove. And then just turned around and walked off. And this guy has been arrested so many times. He has a shocking past. And I'm going to read part of this. It says, the New York police have arrested a man on suspicion of attempted murder after releasing a video of the victim being punched in the back of the head, after punching someone else in the back of the head. Boy Van Poo, 55 from the Bronx, was arrested in connection with the unprovoked assault. The victim's sister identified his, him as Jesus Cortez, 52, a longtime Bronx resident. This is the, the victim. The horrifying surveillance footage shows Cortez come crumpling to the floor as he is attacked from behind outside on the sidewalk. Now, I'm going to say Cortez suffered, suffered a skull fracture, brain bleed as the brutal assault was almost killed. Now, I'm going to say something to you guys, and it's very important that you listen to me on this. Watch your back. I can't stand it when I'm walking on a sidewalk and somebody walks up behind me. If I hear them walking up behind me, I will step over to the side, put my back against the wall, and let them pass. You think, well, gosh, Ted, that's kind of being paranoid. No, I've been sucker punched before. The same way this guy got sucker punched, the guy outweighed me 100 pounds who sucker punched me. And so once that happens to you one time, you watch your back. When I sit in a restaurant, now I may sound paranoid to you guys right now, but I don't care at this point, okay? When I sit in a restaurant, I always ask to have my back to the wall. I want to see the front door. I want to see the windows. I want to see who's coming in. I want to see who's approaching me. 
I'm really funny about stuff like that. Many cases, I'll sit in the church. I'll sit on the back row of the church so I can see the church in front of me, so I can see both the doors in my peripheral vision, so I don't have somebody walk up behind me. You think, well, come on, Ted, you're being paranoid. No, I'm not being paranoid. I'm being very, very, very careful because I've already had this happen to me before. And so I've learned that the hard way. I remember a couple of years ago, I had, was putting something in the back of my trunk, and I, we were driving a sedan back then. This is 10, 15 years ago. And I remember I was in a parking lot, and some guy walks right behind me and starts talking to me, asked me to get in the car with us, give, me, give him a ride. And I spun around. I put my hand in my pocket. I said, dude, you need to step back. I said, who do you think you are walking up behind me? And I, and I got on the car, and I told Sharon, I said, I'm so sorry, Sharon. I wasn't watching my surroundings. I said, we could have gotten carjacked or whatever could have happened. And I said, I'm better than that. I'm more careful in parking lots. Guys, listen to me. This isn't getting any better in the United States of America. If you live in a Democratic hellhole that they've destroyed, like Portland or Seattle or New York or any of these other places, you've got to be really, really, really careful when you're in public. And be very. And remember, most of these places will not allow you to carry a gun concealed. They don't want you to do it. Some of them won't allow you. You can't even get a permit. These are these gun-free zones they've set up, and the only people that have guns in gun-free zones are the criminals who don't follow the laws anyhow. And that's always what Austin and I talk about, the stupidity of saying you can't get a gun, all right? You can't get a gun. So now legally you can't own a gun, and if you get a gun and we catch you carrying a gun, we're going to put you in prison because you basically are carrying a concealed weapon. But you turn right around and you got people all around you carrying guns illegally who are the criminals who've been arrested a half a dozen times like this guy was who did this doggone assault. You know, he was already on the, you know, childhood, you know, he was already a sexual offender. He'd already raped another woman at gunpoint and gotten out of jail. This guy was bad news. He's just bad news for who he was. So listen to me, my friends. Be very, very, very careful. Stand your ground with these elections that are coming up next week, these, these primaries, especially here in Florida. Vote non-communist people. Vote these people who are there, who voted for them. Children have to wear masks, who voted for critical race theory, who voted for all this junk. Vote them out. You pay property taxes. You have the right to learn and to understand what your children, grandchildren, and the children in your neighborhood are being taught. Always be vocal and let them know how you feel. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? You couldn't have said it any clearer. You absolutely have that right in the constitutional republic. <laughs> You're paying taxes for it. You better darn well believe you got a right to say something about it. And this is something the communists do not want you understanding. And remember, you may think it's the school board now. It's just a school system. It doesn't matter. I don't have grandkids. I don't have kids. I don't have any kids, what people say. It's not my problem. Where do you think they're coming next? You think it's going to stop at the school system? They want everybody's weapons, like Dad just said. Look at these states that have allowed this to expand, that have allowed these complete and total communist pigs to get involved and get trenched in. They're entrenched. California's turned into a failed state, other than Northern California, where you still have a lot of conservatives. Anything south of Cal in California, it's, it's a failed state. I mean, it's complete and total failure. Chicago, Seattle, Portland. New York, look at all of them. It's what happens when you allow the communists to get entrenched. Can't get them out anymore. They control and run everything, and they make their own laws. They come in and say, oh, by the way, you, you cannot defend yourself with a firearm. Remember, remember, by the way, these senators and congressmen that are saying this are the same people that have 24-hour security detail around them. When I go to a movie theater, same thing Dad says. 
I only go to like one movie theater ever, and I don't go to see movies very often. And the movie theater that they have here in Central Florida, you're able to purchase your seats in advance. And I like that because I will only take the top left or top right row that I have the ability to see down the stairs all the way down, and I'm at the very back. There's no access to anything behind me at all. It's literally about a four-foot gap and then a wall. And the reason why, and me and Jeff were talking about it, is you know the situation that happened at the Batman shooting in Aurora, Colorado, is that when you're watching a movie, you're not focused on your surroundings at all. You're watching a movie. You're engulfed in the movie like you're watching Top Gun. You don't have very good situational awareness at all. If somebody walks in and somebody starts to approach you and you're sitting, say, on the very middle row right where the turn, you know, the corner turns, and you're sitting there, someone walks around the corner and puts a pistol in your face, you have zero reaction time. You're not going to react. I don't care who you are. You're not going to see it. You always want to give yourself at least a second or two to be able to do so. That means sitting at the restaurant with your back towards the wall. That means sitting at the top of a movie theater. That means going into a place that you basically know where the exits are and you know where your backdrop is and you know who's around you. It's not paranoid. It's situational awareness. And the more things start to develop that are happening right now, the more you have to do it and be proactive. I remember I learned a long time ago, one of the early early pistol classes is they were talking about trying to de-escalate confrontations before you start to use deadly force. And one of the things the guy was talking about is he was saying, you know, if you're in a situation – and I had this happen to me multiple times because down here in Florida, you deal with crackheads and meth heads that are gas stations sometimes. And you'll be pumping gas, and they'll want to walk up to you, and they'll want to try to either get money from you or, like Dad said, try to get a ride from you or just try to bother you so they can get money for dope. Pick a, Pick one. And so one thing he taught us in his first class is he said, if you see somebody approaching you and you're using situational awareness when you're out in a public setting like that, you see somebody approaching you, the first thing you immediately do is you make eye contact with them, you put your hand out, and you give them a command and say, no. Now, what happens is when you do that, you automatically are taking the initiative of controlling the situation. Now, does this work all the time? Absolutely not. Has it worked every time for me? Yes, in the situations. Because what happens is now those individuals no longer have an element of surprise. They're now walking up on you. You now have made eye contact with them. You have now given them a command, and you have now taken control of the situation. They know if they approach you any further, they are not going to have an easy pull. They're not going to be able to roll you over and take your money because now you've already engaged them. And in most of those cases, at that point in time, it's time to start transitioning to your firearm underneath your shirt in Florida. Now, you can't brandish a firearm. You can't start wailing a firearm out and slinging it. This is just what he told me. I'm not giving you any type of legal advice. This is what he told me. Just like Dad said, you've got a pistol in your pocket. you got one in a side holster. At that point in time, you start going for your firearm. You place hands on it. You have control of your firearm. You don't brandish it. You don't draw it. You don't show it. But now at that point in time, if the situation escalates, you have zero, zero downtime. Now, again, is that being paranoid? Absolutely not. That's being proactive, especially if you have children or wife. There's situations now that are happening more and more and more, especially gas stations. This is very common. Most of the time when it's happened to me, it's been at gas stations where people try to sneak up on you and get you in a confrontation or try to get your attention while they want to try to get money from you or rob you or do a carjacking. Very, very important. When you're out in areas like that, you keep situational awareness, especially in some of these communist-controlled failed states. California, L.A., 
you guys do your best you can out there. That, I, I saw another video yesterday. Somebody sent me a video. And it was like three thugs in masks, and they just walked into a CVS, and she started packing up like four duffel bags full of liquor. Duffel bags. Duffel bags full of liquor. Security standing there watching them. Two people are recording them. It just filled the bags up with liquor. It just left. Just left. I mean, it was just nonchalant. And I'm like, why didn't security pepper spray them or mace them or CS gas them? Why, why, why didn't anybody do anything? Well, because you're not allowed to. Remember, if you confront somebody in L.A. and you basically prevent them from committing a crime, well, then you get arrested because you assaulted them. Oh, so people can walk up and steal your stuff and you basically have to record them and talk to them? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they tell them. Unless they are basically doing great bodily harm to you and you're unconscious and you can no longer defend yourself, then you can go in and use some type of force. Well, the response is what happens if you're unconscious? How are you supposed to defend yourself? The answer is you can't. This is what communism does. It's a rot to the core like a cancer. It's designed to do exactly what's happening out in L.A. right now. And you're seeing it go further and further and further. This is why you're watching all this stuff come out now trying to tell us, oh, it's not happening. This isn't happening. I told you guys the analogy yesterday. It's like if you see a rainbow and somebody says, no, it's a green frog. They keep telling you over and over and over again. Well, eventually people start believing this rainbow is a green frog because they've been told 5,000 times that's what it is, and they no longer want to argue anymore. This is what they've done with the fact checkers and the social media and the platforms that continue to lie. Now Facebook has fact checkers out, and they're saying that they're fact checking the accuracy claim that IRS is seeking to arm more agents as it's partially false information. (laughs) Not joking. Literally the listing, the listing for major duties of IRS agents was to, and I quote, carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force. That was their quote on IRS.gov. Fact checkers came out and said, well, that's, they're not trying to arm all the agents. That was just an option if they decide to use some of the agents in that area that they needed to be able to carry a firearm. It was not actually being a broad scope uh, employment requirement. Uh, so that, that was false. That was false information. Again, this is what the Bolsheviks do when they're trying to push communism. They literally do something. They tell you you're crazy for calling them out. Just like we've watched now with this transgender ideology. If you call out a cross-dressing pervert because he yells at you and says he wants to be called a woman when he's a man, all of a sudden now you're a transphobic bigot. And you're going, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not scared of trannies. I'm just telling this dude he's a grown man wearing a dress, and I'm not going to call him ma'am. My children aren't going to call him ma'am, and I'm not going to take my children to storybook hour and listen to this grown man tell them why it's good to be a tranny. No. You're, you're a neo-Nazi, racist, skinhead, transphobic bigot. Let's add some more to the list while you're at it. Well, this is what they do, and this is how it's worked so effectively in so many countries because you know why? People don't say anything. They sit back and they go, you know what? I don't want to have any conflict. I don't want to have any problems. I'm just, you know what? Let's just let's just go along to get along. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I just want to continue to go along my life and not have any problems with it. This is what they do, and they've continued to do every single time. Now, also, too, in other news, this is something I want to bring up as well now. Trump has not come out at all about vaccines. 
there has now been all this stuff about the investigation, the seizing of his passports, the giving his passports back, the items that they're doing. I'm starting to feel now as I'm watching this, this is a complete and total theater show as they have not found anything legitimate and pretty much everything they did was complete and total theater all the way from being there for nine and a half hours to making sure. And dad called this at the beginning that he wasn't even there intentionally. And they were able to go through and basically ransack his whole house, which don't get me wrong. The FBI has turned into basically the scum for the most part of what they're trying to do and how they're painting the American populace. But as I'm watching this now, I'm starting to think that this was partially a psyop on the American populace to cause more division, more aggression, and more people to basically come in. As I told you guys earlier, Homeland Security and FBI is now painting anybody that essentially calls out or questions what happened over there, a domestic terrorist or a militia violent extremist is what they're referring to it as, which is the same thing. This is what I think they're starting to do. They're going to keep pushing the narrative. They're going to keep doing more and more egregious things. And then the more they do it, they're going to test the waters to see the responses on it. They're going to see what happens on social media. They're going to see what happens with people as far as in person. They're going to see what happens with aggression. And they're going to test the waters again. Remember, Department of Homeland Security they use a data rhythm, a data algorithm out in Utah. They do this and monitor and look at every single keystroke, every search, every word, that's, every that's hashtag, right. everything. They monitor and see what's trending. They see what people are saying. They listen to phone calls. They dragnet the entire Internet. They look at text messages. Nothing you do when digital anymore is private. Just understand that. If you don't believe me, do your own research on it. <laughs> When you start looking at this right now, it's making more sense as this was a PSYOP test to see what the American population was going to go along with. Are they going to silently sit back and be quiet while a former U.S. president has his house raided, even though the truth about it is Trump did everything they pretty much wanted while he was in office for the most part, other than the energy sector and a few other things? They always talk bad about Trump, but in most cases with the CFR and Goldman Sachs and the Federal Reserve and the stuff he did with the guns and stuff he did with Operation Warp Speed, what were they really mad at him about? Or were they really mad at him, or was he just another figurehead on the stage running the show to keep everybody going this direction? Be very, very careful, guys, what you say online. There's been all these reports now. The FBI is coming out and saying that people are making death threats to the FBI. Guys, don't. First off, don't be making death threats, period. Don't don't tell people you're going to hurt them, period. It's A, that's illegal. B, it's not very becoming of a patriotic American. And C, don't be doing stupid stuff online and in text messages or in voicemails. I've known people over the years that have gotten in trouble for that. Just leave voicemails saying stupid stuff making comments online, saying stupid stuff, and all of a sudden they're going to knock on their door from law enforcement. Uh, sir, did you say you were going to hit so-and-so or you are going to shoot so-and-so? Uh, well, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't recall. Well, here's a recording of text messages from an IP address from your house saying you are going to shoot so-and-so. Uh, I, don't, I don't recall. First off, don't admit to anything. That's always the thing. But don't put yourself in that situation. Don't be saying stupid stuff online. This stuff you're starting to see right now with these death threats, I don't even believe a lot of them are legitimate. I personally believe the FBI is using them as fodder, as mind control, as theater 
to make people believe this is what's happening so they can roll in their next false flag and say, oh, this is another Trump supporter that was mad at the FBI. This is why he did this. This is why he went up to the top of the Mirage in Vegas and shot everybody, as we saw with the Vegas shooting, that whole theater scene. This is what they're doing. So be very cautious of what you put out online. Be very cautious of what you say online. And also be very cautious of what you believe online. What do you think, Dan? You're 100% right. I know years ago we had an ex-employee, and I've mentioned this before, send me a really bad voice text and um, left it as a message and ended up with him having a restraining order put on him because uh, he threatened me and the family. And so you got to be – you, you start putting your name, your, your, you start putting your your voice down on audio recordings, and you start sending out texts, and you're threatening people. I'm telling you, it's going to come back to bite you in the butt. Be very careful what groups you hang out with. This is really important too, you know, because a lot of these groups, including militia groups, now have been infiltrated by FBI. We saw that what happened with Whitmore. We see all of this stuff all yeah. of the time, and you got to be careful, guys. If you don't know somebody, guess what? You don't know them. You don't know what their ideals are. You don't know what they believe. You don't know anything. All you know is that you've met them, and they seem to be a nice person, and they're asking you a lot of questions, and they want to get involved with you, et cetera, et cetera. you got to be kind of tight on your groups that you hang out with now. You really do, and not be really involved with groups that are doing things and saying inflammatory stuff online. Now, our group that we were involved with as far as helping to get the school board turned over, now they're being attacked because we have a bunch of mothers in there, Mothers for America, I guess is what it's called, or Moms for America, that have had enough of all of the stuff's happening to the school boards, then they're, they're being forced to have to homeschool their children now because they don't want the social indoctrination. And now even those mothers are being basically slammed online on the Facebook page of these people that are running for re-election. It's hard to believe that they're actually doing that, honestly. But they're desperate because they know that the polls are showing that they're probably not going to be re-elected. And that's why we've got to stand our ground, like I said, in the local Elections. It's so very, very, very important that we understand that. By the way, the CDC is quietly ending the differentiation between the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. Yeah, we covered this the other day a little bit. The CDC prevention recommendations no longer differentiate based on a person's vaccination status. The new guidance was quietly published. It means that vaccinated and unvaccinated people should be treated the same. It shows that quarantines and vaccine passports and mandates requiring people to take COVID experimental vaccines, gene therapy, we're not necessary at all, ever. And Naomi Wolf pointed out that the vaccines have failed to block transmission, so there is no reason to segregate vaxxed from unvaxxed people and fire them for their jobs or bar them from college and more and more and more. The media is complying with the cover-up, and no one should have been discriminated against in the first place. And again, I'm quoting Naomi, Naomi Wolf again, who used to be a hardcore leftist communist who seems to be waking up, by the way, the global elites are now normalizing pedophilia. You just don't even want to hear this one, but I'm going to tell you anyhow. Klaus Schwab, founder of the World Economic Forum, him again, also established the Young Global Leaders, who basically Maka Trump is involved in, and so is Jared Kushner, who are systematically trying to normalize and decriminalize sex with children. Jacinda Ardern, the prime minister of New Zealand, has led the country to the far left. A judge there recently declared that a 12-year-old children could consent to have sex with adults. I'm not going to read this anymore to you because it's nauseating. But my, 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 how far has New Zealand fallen? I mean, I'm serious. By the way, the fix is in. The U.S. Postal Service new mail-in ballot division will allow ballot interference. What? Yep. Critics say the Democrats are not worried about being ousted in the upcoming elections in November because the fix is in. A major part of the Democratic election scheme is interference by the U.S. Postal Service with mail-in ballots that will be handled by a new division called the Election 
and Government Mail Services Division. <laughs> Such good comrades. Among other problems, mail-in ballots can be cast by someone other than the voter. Voter ID measures are harder to ensure, and the secret ballot is more easily compromised by professional ballot traffickers who help the voter fill in their ballot. The GOP silence indicates that it is complicit in the scheme. What did I tell you guys? As long as we have these mail-in ballots, we ain't ever going to get rid of this mess in the United States. We're not going to get rid of them. Now, one health thing I want to cover today, and this is very, very important. We've had another person, some more people die from shellfish poisoning here in the United States. And, and, I, and I've got to say something about this paralytic shellfish poisoning. It, it's really, really, really bad. It's a horrible way to die. You basically suffocate. But now there are two more deaths in Florida are linked to oysters from Louisiana. Air Force vet 55 is second man to die from infection after eating market oyster weeks after restaurant customer ate another bad one. Veteran Rodney Jackson, 55, became sick in, after eating raw, raw oysters from the market who has died on August 9th. Weeks earlier, Roger Pinckney died after eating oysters at the Ruston Inn Crab House in Fort Lauderdale. Now, I'm going to say something to you. I had this happen to me back in 1981. I came down with shellfish poisoning, and I almost died from that. I was sick for days and almost had to be hospitalized. You have several types of shellfish poisoning. One is paralytic shellfish poisoning. Uh, basically, that means you're paralyzed, you can't breathe, and basically you die, sometimes as early as 10, 12 hours afterwards. You have amnesic cell shellfish poisoning, which you get basically such, just, con- such, such, such contamination in there that you can actually have memory loss symptoms. Then you have the diarrhea shellfish poisoning, the neurotoxic shellfish poisoning, and the vibrio bacteria shellfish poisoning. Here's the thing. It's all poisoning. And the Bible tells you in the Old Testament, don't eat shellfish. It has to have fins and scales. That's lobster, shrimp, oyster, prawns, scallops, crabs, and clams. And I know they taste great. I got that. Ain't nothing like crab legs or a lobster, you know, cooked properly and, you know, soaked in butter. I mean, I've had it. I used to eat that way all the time. Guys, it's not healthy. These are not the 10 suggestions. God did not say, by the way, if you feel like, if you feel like eating a poisonous mussel today or a poisonous oyster today, uh, go ahead and have at it. It doesn't say that. It says don't touch it. It says don't eat it. It's very important that we understand that God's trying to protect you. He says if you do eat sorts, if, if you if you break the laws that He's giving you, the dietary guidelines, that you're going to end up with all these diseases and long and lingering illnesses. That would be like cancer and wasting diseases. And He's trying to warn you. This has nothing to do with dangling a pork chop over your head and tormenting you with it, saying you can't eat the pork chop because I'm telling you not to because it's really good food, but I think it's going to be bad. And so before I think it's bad or well, I'm not trying to. God's not messing with you. He built you. He knows how you function. He knows how your cellular structure works, and he knows what parasites do, and he knows what scavenger feeders do, and therefore he doesn't want you eating these things. So just be very, very, very careful with that and don't eat the stuff. Since that happened to me back in 81, I've never touched it again. I said, you know, I'm done. I'm out. And then a couple of years later, I had that doggone pericarditis stuff that I ended up with, and I, and I, and I learned very, very quickly that – I couldn't eat pork and stuff anymore because I learned about the biblical dietary guidelines. And that's why I stopped doing that. So I had the shellfish poison that I had to do with my heart. And finally I said, you know what? That's two, two get, get out of jail free cards. I guess I had get out of, you know, heaven free cards right now. I'm still on this planet. I've got to sit here and reevaluate what I'm doing to my body. And, you know, and I was able to stay alive. And see, that's the thing that people need to realize. You know, a lot of people, we all want to go to heaven, but not just yet. You know what I'm saying? And so why are you going to eat foods that are going to push you there a lot faster? You know, we have – the Bible says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. 
but the, 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 that doesn't mean we're supposed to do things that are going to damage us. The, the Bible says, should we continue to sin so grace will increase? It said, by no means we died to sin. How can we live it any longer? And what I'm saying is this. All things are permissible for the New Testament believer except for the eating of blood, the sacrifice of animals, basically the strangled animals, sacrifice of idle animals, sexual immorality. There are four things specifically outlined in, in, in Acts that we're not supposed to do. But that doesn't mean that we're not supposed to obey God in all the things that he tells us to do as far as what we're supposed to eat. There were four Old Testament principles, God's relationship to man, man's relationship to man, which were ever changed by Jesus Christ. God's relationship to man, man's relationship to man were forever changed. The sanitary and dietary laws didn't get changed. Now, you can do them and still get to heaven. You just get there a lot quicker and a lot sicker. And if you want to die with paralytic shellfish poisoning, suffering as you're gasping for air, as you suffocate, Whatever. I mean, you know, you can probably make some better choices than that. Uh, Let me change topics. By the way, James Carbell, which I don't really like him, but I will say one thing about him. He's always consistent. He's a hardcore Democratic sympathizer and probably a communist, but I'm not sure about that. But he acts like one. He says the majority of GOP voters are really stupid, evil racists. You know, what's funny about this, if we were to say something like that on a national talk show, you know, we would be forever excluded from being on the national talk show, forever excluded. You would never, ever get on a national talk show if you said the Democrats were evil, unbelievably hardcore communist racists. You know, basically, unless you were on a really staunch Republican show, if you try to do that in a generic market, you'll never be invited back on. He said the problem the Republican Party has is they've got really stupid people that vote in their primaries. And when you have that, you're going to get in really stupid people demanding to have really stupid leaders. And that's what the Republican Party is now. If not, you know, not all of it, but there's obviously some very high quality, you know, some smart Republican patriots, but they're not in the majority, and they will tell you about themselves, and they will, and they, and they, and they will tell you that themselves. I'm just reading what he said. It kind of, he kind of was jumping around. But, guys, that's how they see us. They think it's these really stupid white voters that are absolutely horrible and don't, that don't deserve anything, and they don't, we don't deserve to know the truth. Like, we don't need to know the truth that this is kind of interesting. J.P. Morgan Chase's derivatives spiked by $14 trillion in the first quarter of 2022 to a six-year high of $60 trillion. That's just J.P. Morgan alone has $60 trillion in derivatives. By the way, this is a five criminal felony counts since 2014 J.P. Morgan that we're talking about. And the Fed and its bank examiners pouring over its books of J.P. Morgan Chase on an ongoing basis. Of course, they're all working it together. But somehow the bank's dangerous book of derivatives has allowed them to spike by $14 trillion in the first quarter of this year, soaring from $45 trillion to $60 trillion on March 31st. Now, guys, listen to me. If these banks start to go under, how do you pay back $60 trillion? How do we, the people, bail the banks out again at $60 trillion? It's not possible. This is the same mess they did in 2008 with the derivatives, and they've continued to do that, and they haven't stopped it. And that's a problem for we, the people of the United States, when we're trying to balance the checkbook, so to speak, and they're not allowing anybody to balance anything. Very, very important that we keep a close eye out on these banks and understand that these guys are not here because they're here, they're here for themselves. They're here for the globalist cabal Luciferians that are running the planet who control $20 trillion in assets with, you know, with State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock. That's what they're there for because they're controlling the same groups of people with the same assets, and they don't care about you or me. By the way, I do care about you guys, and I had an opportunity to pray for you this morning. I really love you guys. It's been another one of those wild shows today. I hope you've enjoyed it. God bless you guys. I appreciate you. Thanks for supporting Health Masters. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.
Absolutely. And this, you know, what he was just saying as far as with the food, when it comes to raw sh- shells and oysters and all that, I mean, there's about 80,000 cases a year of that. About 100, about 100 people die every year from that. And it's just one of those things where you got to really evaluate what you're eating. It's exactly what I talked about yesterday. Just because it's permissible doesn't mean it's beneficial. You can do it. Sure, you can eat anything. You can go shoot a vulture and eat it if you want. It's not recommended. <laughs> it's not something I would recommend at all. But can you do it? Sure. Just make wise decisions as far as what you're eating and what you're putting in your body right now, especially when you already know majority of things are so riddled in toxins, especially when it comes to processed foods now. It's crucial, crucial. You continue to stay strong with your immune system, your mind, your soul, all across the board. Because we saw it during COVID. The people that took care of themselves, that were healthy, that essentially, you know, took supplements, exercised, stayed in, you know, at least moderately decent shape. Even people that were elderly, I knew, in their 70s, 80s, 90s, but they still took care of themselves. They caught COVID. They bounced out of it. This virus, knock it out, get past it, go forward. I knew very few people that were extremely healthy, took care of themselves, took supplements, high-quality supplements like Health Masters, and they had severe issues as far as with COVID. I knew people that lasted longer. Some people had long COVID, and they had it kind of lingering, you know, as far as fighting the virus, that nasty spike protein. But overall, people pushed through it, and that's the key. You know they're going to throw something out here again soon. They've already got something in the works. They have put so many things into place. And I told you originally, COVID was a giant beta test. It was a first phase run. It was. It was the first phase. They wanted to see what people were willing to accept, what people were willing to tolerate, and what they could get into place with their track and tracing apps, with their digital passports, with their vaccine passports and cards now that they're still using over in Europe, I've heard. There's still a lot of places they're still asking to see your vaccine passport. I'm like, have we gotten past this? It was like in Florida by mid-2020. It was like, is everybody else still still in a pandemic? Because Florida's wide back open again. People were still acting nonsensical. Well, yeah, it's the media. Turn off the television. That's why I, I canceled cable years and years and years ago. Because I said, dude, I'll watch whatever I actually want to watch. If I want to pull it up and stream it online or I want to watch a DVD or I want to read a book, I'll do that. I'm not going to watch what they tell me to watch. Television is designed and geared for pure propaganda, all the way down to the commercials, the timing, the verbiage, the colors, the news anchors, all of it is designed to control what you think and how you perceive what they're telling you. This is why, again, I've told everybody, do research about who you're voting for. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's coming up in the next couple months, and I encourage everyone to get directly involved with this. And do not, under any circumstances, back down because you've got some communist Marxist telling you you shouldn't be able to vote. You have no right to say who's on the school board because your children are homeschooled. That is a downright lie, complete and total lie that does not fit with a constitutional republic. Remember that, my friends. Keep getting the truth out there. Stand up for what you believe and do not back down from your convictions. I encourage you all to do that. If you need anything healthmasters.com. Got a lot of different stuff and specials coming out here. Going to be updating a lot of stuff on the website over the coming weeks, so be sure to check it out. And please vote for what you want to see win as product of the week. Also, too, I would love to get anybody's feedback that is in the tech world. 
Give me an email. Send me a line as far as on the contact form. Any stuff you'd like to see updated or stuff that you'd like to see changed on the website if you're actively involved in it, please give me a heads up on that. I've got guys that I'm working with right now. We're going to be doing a full revamp and changing on the website, making it more user-friendly, making it more adaptable. As things change, can we continue to do the same? So, again, I thank you and appreciate the support of healthmasters.com. And, of course, we still – answer our phones one of the few companies you can call right now you can pick up 1-800-726-1834 and call us up and talk to us right now as like i said one of the few and we pride ourselves on that so if you need anything healthmasters.com also to be sure to check out the product of the week the magnesium brain food along with the ultimate stress control kit on sale right now and also the back to school kit with the DHA strawberry cod oil that tastes fantastic and the ultimate multiple chewable formula. Very, very good supplements right here on sale on the website for a limited time, healthmasters.com. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.